Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans. We're finally back. Well, I'm back. My name is Robin, of course. I'm with Wisconsin Sports Heroics. This is the Go Dads Go with Gilbert Brown podcast. We are sans Brian Moffey today. He is decided to put the dad in dad and spend some time with his kids. So in his place, we have a wonderful guest, uh, Nurse Megan. We're going to talk about some injury-related and treatment-related things. And, of course, the star of the show, the man who needs no introduction, Gilbert Brown, the gravedigger himself. How are we doing this morning, everybody? Ladies first. <laughs> I am doing wonderful. I was in, um, I was actually, so I live in Southern California and I was in uh, Minneapolis over the weekend for a wedding. So we just got back late last night, but ready to go. I'm good. She what? said the word. Ooh. At Minneapolis, we, we don't, we, Gilbert, Gilbert is not a Minneapolis uh, fan as that is the city in which the team that wears purple right. plays. Right. Valid, valid. But I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you remember Megan, or if you know, but that team is the team that drafted and cut Gilbert. So we have some hard feelings towards that. Yes, I'm so sorry about but that. But also grateful, but also grateful, because it turned into a wonderful career in Green Bay. Felt like I was in Debo's chicken coop. <laughs> well. It's been a while since we talked. The last time we talked was before the New Orleans Saints game, so we'll briefly go in there with with Gilbert quick. Gilbert, you know what? Robin, you know Am what? Am I all right? No. You know what? I don't even think we should waste time talking about that game because it's the game that we had that I really want to jump into is these Detroit Lions. Because it really don't it, it really don't matter uh, talking about spilt milk, but we really need to talk about this because we physically got our asses kicked Thursday night. Yep. I am, sure. I'm gonna put it this way: I am embarrassed to be a Green Bay Packer right now. Oh, whoa! I'm embarrassed. Strong words. I'm strong embarrassed. Words. Did you see? I texted you. Do you see what Barry Sanders put up? I am embarrassed, Robert. Do you hear me? I hear you. Barry Sanders is like, like Gilbert, a hundred years old, and posted on Twitter that he could have run through the the lanes that are that the Lions opened up for their running backs. On, on Thursday night. It was terrible. They were beaten in every phase of the game. Absolutely dominated. When Royce Newman made the roster, I told everybody that would listen that that was a mistake. A mistake. And you know who got toasted the most? Royce Newman. He was... He was backpedaling like he was on a unicycle. Once that ball was snapped, they just went at him, and he was backpedaling right back into the backfield. It was awful. Just terrible. 
Now Gilbert. I, I, I tell you, I tell you this, man. I, I me and Santana was at the game, and we was up in the box watching the game. See, normal people watch the game. They look at all the pretty boys. They look at the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers, and all that. When we watch the game, we watch the interior play. Because at the end of the day, it don't matter who you got back there. You can bring back Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and and, and Amon Green and whoever. It don't matter if the front's not doing their job. And we got physically whooped on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball. Detroit Lions came in to Green Bay wanting it more than they had heat for us. Our heat did not match their heat because we've been whooping them for so long. Oh, you know, Mr. Lions, we got this. You know, I'm even outside at my tailgate party talking about I'm passing out kitty litter. Man, I ain't never ran out of Green Bay so fast before them people got out of the stadium in my life. There sure were a lot of Lions fans there. A lot. Yeah, I heard, I heard something about LaFleur was talking about there was too many Lions fans in the stadium. That that was a part of it. You know, some of the Packers well, had uh, sold tickets. But but you got to understand, that was a Milwaukee-based game. Yep, exactly. So everybody was coming down from Milwaukee. A lot of them people got to go to work. Yeah, so do the people from Michigan, though. Yeah, huh? So do the people from Michigan. Yeah, but see if they can get they I mean, let's let's be honest though. If if you go if you go miss work or you can sell your tickets to a Detroit Lions fan and, and, and come up double double, that's what they do in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I also have heard stories from people that were there that were gold package members that sit around other gold package members in the Person said that the people that sit in front of them have 16 gold package tickets every gold package game. So they'll use two of them and then sell the other 14 to whoever. But you know what, Robert? It don't matter who in the stands. No, sir. It don't matter who's in the stands. It matters what you're doing between the lines. Yes. So, and so that's no excuse, LaFleur. Well, speaking of the floor, he got out coached. Again, so like Dan Campbell, a lot of people made fun of him when he first was hired by the Lions because former tight end, he drinks like 2,000 milligrams of caffeine every day. I think his Starbucks order is like two venti uh, black coffees with like four shots of espresso in each one. Who is this? This is breakfast. Who is this? Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions. Oh, yeah, he crazy. Oh, listeners, if you could see Nurse Megan's face right now. <laughs> yeah, he crazy. He crazy. But, yeah, but, but, but you got to understand, look at his coaching staff, though. All them, all them former NFL you know, players, man. He could have no coaching staff, and that would have been better than who the Packers have been trotting out there lately. This is the second game this year that the Packers have given up over 200 yards rushing. You know, you know teams are going to run the ball against you. 
How do you not game plan for that? Game plan. That's why I say, Robert, if you're a student of the game, it ain't. It's what happened in between the lines is what got them beat. They're losing contained. They're getting two-hatted. And if anybody understand, like I, I'm, I have another stuff to podcast this morning, but this, this determinate, how you say it? Yeah. The thing that happens when you get two-hatted, there you go. If the center is there and you're, Say you're my position. You're lined up on the center, on the on the either side of the shoulder, and the guard is going to come down and hit you. Okay, what happens when you're two headed is the guard will come down and hit you while he's hitting you to get up to the linebacker. So he slams down on you and get up to the linebacker. So he comes down and slam down on you. The center is getting behind him. So when he comes off, the center is hitting you. All that action is coming around while the back is coming down off of their butt to get in the hole. Now, if you don't know how to defeat that block, they are off to the races. That's a two-hat block. You see what I'm saying? That's a two-hat hit, hit, uh, up to the linebacker. They and, and when that was going on, it was like, the Green Bay Packers was just like, hey, guys, I love this block. Do it to me again. It feels so good. All the way down the field, man. I saw while well, Detroit line grab somebody in the chest and just drive them five yards, let him go, walk back to the huddle, and the guy get tapped him on the ass and said, good job. I have never seen it in my life. It's terrible. Yes, and I'm gonna say this, Robert. It's because of coaching and ability why we lost that game. Yep. Do you have... Sorry, sorry. I, no, no, no. I'm just trying to phrase this next question the right way because I know what the answer is. A lot of injuries. Do you, do you think that part of it has been over too much faith in the depth and in their draft picks to contribute right away? Now, I, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this: if Bakhtiari and Jenkins would have played. It's a dip, it's a different atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not making excuses for who didn't play or whatever, but I'm just saying you losing two of your top tackles on the offensive line. And 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 then we ain't got no excuse for defense. No excuse. Maybe uh uh what's that boy named Jair being out. But there is no excuse for the defensive line play because we got our asses kicked thoroughly. Kicked. Yeah, that's it was. I'm in, that's why I say I'm embarrassed, man. Yeah, it was not a pleasurable game to watch, no matter who you were focusing on. No, no. And then, but here, here's the thing, Robin. People are calling for Joe Barry's head. 
Yes. And you gotta ask yourself, why is Joe Barry back? Because yes, people are asking that too. And the answer is Matt LaFleur. And so the question then is, I mean, I think Matt LaFleur is a good coach, but and loyalty is a good trait. But sometimes yeah, being overly loyal my face right now. But sometimes being overly loyal is a bad trait. And there were so many good defensive coordinators on the market this season. Brian Flores, Avero, I think his name is. Fangio was on the market last year. Like, any of them would have been an upgrade over over Joe Barry. You know, you know, you know what, Robert? I, I've never met Joe Barry. I've, I've never uh, uh, met the man. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I, I don't like speaking bad on folks I don't know nothing about. But his defense is too many gaps in his defense. It's too I – mean, I mean, if I was LaFleur and I wanted to keep him, I would call him into my office and give him a tongue lasher and tell him go fix it. And what he needs to do is go to his office, call a defensive line coach in there and tell him to fix it. Who is the defensive line coach? Do you know? Jerry Montgomery. Who? Jerry Montgomery. I don't know his background. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know. But but whoever, whoever, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't I don't want to talk bad about people, man, but you got to let people know. Whoever coaching that defensive line needs to be slapped. Needs to be slapped because what they put out there, because you know coming in this game, it's a it's a rivalry, physical, black and blue division game. You cannot come out there and not be prepared to have to, to, to win this game. If you don't, if you look at that tape and you look at what they put out on out there. That defensive line coach needs to be slapped. Period. Yeah. I guess today Joe Barry gave a interview and he said that he went back and watched every running play that was run against him all year long and said there's no one specific thing that we're doing wrong. And I was like, no kidding. But it all starts up front. Like your big guys, Kenny, Devontae, and TJ Slayton cannot be getting pushed back five yards by the offensive line. Like that just cannot happen. And to say that there's no one specific thing that's going wrong, how do you go into a season ex- telling everyone that you're going to contend with all of these holes on your in your defensive plan? It's just poor planning. It's poor coaching. I do another uh, show with a pro sports fan that's headed by uh, Sean Salisbury, who I'm sure Gilbert put in the ground a few times back in the back in the day. Pretty boy. And uh, my co-host and I were talking about alternatives for defensive coordinator and I said, I don't have, there's only one name that I would trust right now, and that's Gilbert Brown, because he knows, he knows what to do to fix it. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, it's going to take a lot of hard work. But, man, sometimes, sometimes, you know what's going to happen? You know what's got to happen? Some people got to lose their jobs to, to get it fixed. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it's a, a starting defense alignment or this defense line coach. Somebody got to lose their job to get this fixed. Well, you know, last year, Darnell Savage was playing like crap. And they benched him for a few weeks. They bring him back, and he plays out of his mind. Sometimes yeah. a wake-up call. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we mentioned injuries before, and that is why we have Nurse Megan on uh, today, is injuries and football, unfortunately, go hand in hand. And the NFL, as Gilbert will readily um, support probably this statement, is the NFL has not had the best history of helping current and former players with the lingering effects of injuries that have been sustained throughout the course of their career. And in particular, the concussion issue has come to light in recent years with that Will Smith movie that came out. I don't remember what it was called, but concussions have been on everyone's mind over the last few years and are we treating them the right way megan um well the nfl has like given the green light i don't know i don't know the rules but they've they've loosened restrictions for players to use cannabis is that right yes players are no longer going to be suspended for the use of cannabis right so that is definitely a step in the right direction um, let me start with the introduction so I can like give myself some credibility here and <laughs> why I can offer what I have to offer. Uh, my name is Megan and I am a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for almost 11 years now. Um, I'm the founder of Trusted Canna Nurse and I teach people how to use cannabis and CBD and psilocybin as medicine. Uh, I'm getting a master's of science in medical cannabis therapeutics right now. So I'm learning a lot on how cannabis can actually help uh, with concussions and every other chronic illness that you can think of. So, um, so that's where I'm coming from with all of this information. Um, so yeah. So what do we want to, what do we want to talk about exactly? So when there's a really bad stigma around using cannabis as, as medicine, because people are have the war on drugs in the 80s and everything just created this whole like image in people's minds that that it's just drug culture people are just doing it to get high and pass the time and first of all i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with, with that i mean it's the same thing as <coughs> drinking you know except you don't have the gut rot the next day Right, and without but, the, the hangovers and the liver right, damage. Exactly. But so the the detractors are gonna come back and say, well, people just wanna have the excuse to get high. So could you maybe explain aside from aside from that part of it, 
people can use cannabis and not get high and still have really, really good medical benefits from it. Yes. So yes. Maybe Absolutely. could you go into that? Sure. Um, so when we're talking about cannabis, we're talking about like a plant that has 500 different components of it. There's cannabinoids, that's THC and CBD and CBG and an entire alphabet soup of things. And each of those can be targeted towards something specific like anxiety or pain or inflammation. And then we have terpenes and that's like, that's nature's medicine. You know, when you're smelling a flower, you're smelling the terpenes in the flowers. And then we have flavonoids and fatty acids and all of these really, really beneficial parts of the plant. Um, so with, with sports injuries in particular, cannabis can be so beneficial because a lot of the injuries, uh, you know, result in inflammation. And when you're taking anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen and Tylenol, like using those long-term can come with risks of organ damage or stomach ulcers um, and stuff like that. And then of course, narcotics, you know, I don't know what the what the current use of narcotics in the NFL is, but those have limitations in their, you know, in their therapeutic use as well. But cue cannabis that can help with both pain and inflammation and especially neuroinflammation. And that's where they can be, that's where cannabis can be really beneficial in helping with concussions is helping with the neuroinflammation. Um, and I'd love to go into like what happens in the brain when a concussion happens and like how cannabis can help that. I would think that would be very beneficial. So please do. Okay. All right. So when, when there's an injury to the head, um, a lot of the, there's something called glutamate. Glutamate is a, um, it's an excitatory neurotransmitter. So glutamate, well, you know, there's this jarring in head. So the, the neurons don't, don't, sometimes they break. Um, but there's this release of glutamate and that causes glutamate toxicity that causes neuroinflammation. That's what causes all of these concussion symptoms that, that players experience. So cannabis can help to protect the neurons from that glutamate toxicity and it can help with the symptoms. It can help to, um, you know, to, to protect the neurons from that glutamate toxicity. And I'll bring up a study that I was just reading. I think it was just released this year. And in this study, they, they induced a minor concussive state in soccer players with headers. They had them like head the ball like 20 times or something. And they compared um, cannabis users to non-cannabis users in this study. And they measured three different, three different like blood markers of concussions. So, um, you know, markers that go up when we see concussions and they found that cannabis users um, that they, their levels were lower and stayed lower than non-cannabis users. And they recovered faster than non-cannabis users in this study. So I think that every NFL player should be on like prophylactic CBD to help with their neuroinflammation if they're going to get hit in the head. And then if they do experience concussions, then they should definitely be on some sort of therapeutic cannabis to help them to help them heal. Thank you. That's really interesting and a really good reminder too that when when we talk about cannabis, we're not just talking about 
marijuana or the THC. CBD is a wonderful natural medicine. I mean, let's call it, it's a medicine that is you can be used for a variety of fantastic, uh, like fantastic healings. I know people, uh, myself included, that use it for anxiety and depression. Not that it's a cure, but like you said, it, it helps. The tool. Um, my, my son, who is on the spectrum, it helps with, uh, it just helps connect the neurons a little bit more. We have found some, like, and CBD does not have the same legal questions around it as other strains of cannabis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. CBD is considered federally legal, um, which can have up to 0.3% THC in it, so a very small amount of THC. And when we're looking at CBD, we're finding that the most effective CBD is CBD that does have a little bit of THC in it. Not enough to get anybody high, but help the CBD to work better. So and that's what we call like full spectrum CBD is generally more effective than something without the THC. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's really amazing how far medicine is coming in terms of using the what what nature gives rather than what is created in a laboratory for for these things but i just find it i just find it overall very fascinating it is it is really really fascinating and cannabis is the most studied drug in the world there are over 35,000 peer reviewed papers written on cannabis and the endocannabinoid system. So um, we've come, like we have a long ways to go because there's been so much red tape around research, you know, in the last century. Um, but we've like, we know a lot and it's just a matter of like getting this information out. And I'm glad that the NFL, I've heard that they're doing studies on concussions and CBD. So I'm excited to see what what those produce and what the future holds for you know for cannabis in the nfl especially i am too because gilbert you were talking pre-show about how they dealt with concussions in the past when you played could you uh go over that again I mean, I mean, it wasn't that word wasn't even the, the word. It was, it was take two plays off. Oh, you got a stinger, uh, or or something crazy like that. And then to the point of <clears throat> going back out and playing at a high level. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure there's studies where you can see where if they said it was a stinger or whatever, and you go watch that person go back out there on the field, he's not the same person. You know what I'm saying? I've seen guys went when we was out there playing and I look into their eyes and they're, they're not there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's kind of sad and, 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 uh, and in so many ways, but you can't overlook that. You can't look past that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that should be in the study of making things better, not trying to push it out the way so nobody can see what really happened, where it came from, how it started. You see what I'm saying? You got to go back to the root of the start to fix it. And that's what happened. Yeah. 
you know, this is a pretty relevant conversation right now. We got the Raiders coming up. The Raiders just released Chandler Jones, who is apparently suffering some very serious side effects of CTE mm -hmm. and had, had some concerning social media posts, was just arrested for breaking into his ex-girlfriend's apartment and burning some stuff. And he, he, he needs help. And I, and I hope and pray that he gets it. Because also, 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 man, you got to look at it. If it's serious enough, some guys even committed suicide because of yes. it. Yes. Yes. Now, that ain't serious right there. What is, man? Exactly. You know, it's, this isn't like something that, you know, we brought Megan on to be like, wow, or, or different, but it, it's a serious issue. And this is something that doctors in the NFL are seriously looking at as a way to hopefully help because right. The I mean, I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it like this, Robin. And, and, and you know, I, I I try to act like I'm a sane person, you know, you know. But if I'm if I'm driving down the street, it was like oh, last year sometime. I'm driving down the street with my son, right? And uh, I go through a roundabout, right? And I go through it again. And my son said, "Dad, what you doing?" I was, and to me to cover myself, I said, I'm just messing around, see if you was gonna pick up on it. See there, see there. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's certain, it, it, it may not happen all the time, but every blue moon, you gotta figure out, man, where the hell am I at? What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, it, and it ain't like, oh, I misplaced my keys or I did this or I did that. I'm getting old, I'm getting crazy. It's a different kind of fog, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and and it happens for real, and 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 but in other people, it could be something totally different from harming yourself to harming someone else. We got to get that. We got to get the studies done so we can start helping people, man. Yeah, I agree. They should be they should be studying you guys, you know, in this like the 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 '90s players and how that the culture of getting back out there has affected you guys now. And the what fear, Megan, I think the fear of losing money is in there. Oh, because absolutely. If they was, if the fear of not losing money was in, was not in the equation, then it would get done. It would get done. But the fear of losing money to some of these guys that really needs help, if they would look at it at that point of view, then it would be done. Yeah. Um, what is the, how does like payment work for people who now have to be out because of concussions? Is it I mean, any different not, than it was when you played? It's totally, it's totally different from, it's kind of like, it's kind of like healthcare with the NFL. When I played, uh, you know, after you're done, after you retire, you got five years of healthcare and then you're done. Then you got to go find your own healthcare. You know what I'm saying? Now some of the guys now is it's it's uh I think it's lifetime. I don't know. I don't know. But I think I think I, I think you have to play a certain amount of years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
but it, I, I, I put it this way, man. It's kind of messed up because we put our lives on the line. We put our, our bodies on the line. Then we yes. should. Take, you literally put your brains on the line. Dude, then we should be taken care of. I mean, this 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 company makes billions of dollars. Should be a stipend for the guys that that help this company make them billions of dollars. You know what I mean? And 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 that's why I'm not a part of a uh, 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 alumni thing where they sit around and talk about what we need to get done and all that. Because it's all lip service. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I played the game. I, I, I'm thankful for the game. I'm stupid enough. If they redo it again, I would do it again. You know what I'm saying? Because I love the game. There's no other game on this earth where you can go choke somebody and not go to jail. You know what I'm saying? So I'm stupid enough to do it again. But in the process of that, it'd be something that these guys that put themselves in this position for this game to be taken care of. There's no there's no excuse for that. And I'm not going to sit around here and be in some committee or somebody running off at the mouth talking about what we need to do unless it's going to get done, period. Well said. Well said. Thank you, uh, Gilbert, for that message. And thank you, Megan, for the education. And hopefully that Megan and, and other doctors like her are going to get these uh changes done and remove the stigma that is surrounding it i think i feel like it's not as big of a stigma as it was even like five years ago yeah but i think it's I, definitely it's definitely changed but i feel like there's a long way to go and i think that professional football players could could really benefit yeah. from the medicinal yeah i mean i mean that like 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 i was trying to tell uh miss megan there i i've never done anything like that but you know you got aches and pains and different things that goes on you know and you, you're thinking about you know the fog and everything and i i would like to learn learn more you know i wish megan was in milwaukee or or wisconsin so where i would go see her and just physically sit down with her and Maybe me and her can wrap our brains around doing some type of program where this really helps people. Because I got a lot of my friends, they growing this stuff, you know, and they, you know, they got acres of this stuff, you know what I'm saying? But then again, you know, what can we do with the community of the NFL to, to make this stuff work without you know, getting people into trouble because just like you were saying, Robin, about that young man that's in trouble, you know, maybe this could have helped him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this could have stirred him in a different way. You know, maybe this can help me later on down the road when I get older. It can help with your brain fog now. Yeah. CBG, CBG is amazing for brain fog. I, I have a tincture for you. Okay. Yes. Uh, every, everyone who's listening, Megan has a website. I will put the website and the info on, on the podcast. It's trustedcannanurse.com. She does ship, so you don't have to necessarily wait till she's in Wisconsin or in Southern California, or you are in Southern California to be able to get something from her. Robin, I, I, I might, like I said, she might get help me because I don't, I don't, I, I don't fly. I don't, I, don't, I can't do yeah. it. 
I, I can't do right. it. You know what I'm saying? My nerves too bad. I, yeah. I, so, so maybe that can help me with my <laughs> my deal of flying too, because I I can't do it. Yeah. If I yeah. got on the plane somewhere, somebody paid me a lot of money. Because you're pain, you have too much pain when you fly. Is that what you're saying? No, not just pain. Just uh, if the plane shakes, I'm about to have a heart attack. You know, my, my nerves too bad. I can't. I'm like John Madden. I get on the bus before I get on the plane. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I can help you out. <laughs> and it, there's so many nice things. Like there, there's a nice like CBD cream that I use for eczema on my skin that really helps and. It helps. Uh, I put it on my son's arms. It helps with his eczema. Like there's literally no shortage of even the smallest things that maybe bother you about your body or anything that that cannabis can help with. I got. I got. A, I got a question for Megan though. It, it, is is the stuff on the shelf the same thing as the stuff getting from you? Um. Well, there's a lot of crap out there. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of, which is why, like, when I got into this, like, I couldn't find a brand that I, like, trusted enough to recommend to my patients. So that's when I said, F it, I'm going to do it myself. So I formulated my own line of products. So. Megan, I think me, you, you used to come up with a grave digger mix. And then we just sell it all over the place. Then everybody going to be like, man, if he did it, it's for real. Because he don't do nothing like that. It's for real. Uh, yeah, we can do that. We can do Great that. Great bigger mix. Mm -hmm. For for brain fog and and yeah, yeah. and body aches. Yeah. Yeah. And stupidity. Yeah. I got you. Awesome. Awesome. And also for you, you pet lovers out there, Megan also has a strain for your pets. My my cats have a CBD tincture that they use that helps with digestion and and fear and going to the vet you know if they're too like amped up about going to the vet you know just little pet cbd in their food and we're chill man yeah just like me getting on the plane yeah hey right. i would not give you cat cbd right <laughs> i got something else <laughs> santana would thank you then i can go to houston and holler <laughs> all right well uh thank you everyone for listening uh thank you megan for joining us on our show this week this was uh very educational and gilbert thank you for robin. your insight into robin. the lions robin who we got next and for a guest no no oh who we got next upcoming we got we got las vegas raiders on monday night football next week so 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 tell me this tell me this yeah, and Megan chime in if you would like to. Let's say we got Devontae Adams back. Let's say we got Aaron Rodgers back. Let's say uh, Jones is healthy as a hundred percent. You still think we'll win a game against the Lions? Yeah. No, because we got destroyed in the trenches. Thank you. God, so all these people, all, I get mad at all these people pointing fingers at Jordan Love. They they want to get rid of uh, Dylan and all these other people when that ain't the problem. The problem is up front on well, both sides of the ball. You know, and that's a good point real quick, too. 
is that we had Aaron Jones back last week, you know. And he wasn't 100% to me. No, he wasn't. But also, he got trucked by, by the Lions because the offensive line couldn't block for him either. You know, we got to figure that out. Is Meg, Megan, you a uh, Packer fan or Frisco? I am. So I actually grew up in Rochester, Wisconsin. So oh, okay. Up here. Um, I, you know, since having like two little kids in, in grad school, I don't watch as much as I would like to. But I'm a Badger and a Packer fan. So I just don't get at least you're staying home with your roots. There you go. You ain't go out to California and become a 49er fan or something. No. Ew. <laughs> and sorry, I was distracted there for a second. But Megan is also a Badger. She went to UW. Oh, okay. So I'm 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 a since I retire, I'm a Packer fan, but you know I can't be no Badger fan. You know I can't be that. well you went to Kansas, Gilbert. I'm a Jayhawk, man. I'm a Jayhawk, man. We got we'll give you a pass. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But uh one one question for both of you from my son. What's your favorite color truck? Ladies first. Do they make purple trucks? Yes. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Oh. I'm feeling purple these days. I'm not I'm not usually dead set, but I'm just feeling purple. Oh. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I like all colors. It 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 depends on the body style. You know what I'm saying? I got a I got an 88 Dodge Ram charge and it's orange. It's bright orange. Like when it come out, if 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 it comes outside and the day if the day is gloomy, that's a big old sun. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on the body style and the lines, what colors I like on a truck. You know what I'm saying? But right now it's got to be either orange or black. There we go. There we go. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. We're gonna be back next week, Monday. The Packers play on Monday night, Gilbert. So we'll get to preview the the Raiders game right before it happens. Right before it happens. Yeah. What's today? Today, today Monday, Monday the second. Oh yeah, yeah. We we yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pre 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 the game. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Megan, for coming on. Thank you, Gilbert. As thank always, you, Megan, thank you. Thank you all for listening and keep an eye out for that gravedigger special. <laughs> Make sure you trust you, you check out trustedcanonurse.com. Link will be in the description. Go pack go. <laughs>